RTHK News. It's 11 o'clock. I'm Kenny Hodgart. Tonight's headlines. Leading local banks, including HSBC, Standard Chartered and Bank of China, are keeping their best lending rates unchanged despite the latest hike in US interest rates. Financial Secretary Paul Chan says the local property and financial markets remain resilient despite repeated interest rate hikes in the US. And health authorities have expressed concerns over the COVID infection of a 22-month-old who is currently in critical condition. Leading local banks, including HSBC, Standard Chartered and Bank of China Hong Kong, are keeping their best lending rates unchanged despite the latest hike in the US. But the chief executive of the Hong Kong Monetary Authority, Eddie Yu, has warned prospective home buyers and those planning to take out bank loans to carefully assess the risks posed by increasing borrowing costs. The US Federal Reserve boosted its key interest rate by three quarters of a percentage point overnight, its fourth hike this year, to combat surging inflation. Here's Mr Yu. Currently, the differential between Hong Kong dollar and US dollar short-term interbank rates, for example, overnight or one-month uh, uh, rates, those differentials are wider than those of medium and long-term rates. But we noticed that over the past few months, the short rates have been rising gradually also. As the U.S. raised interest rates again, this trend is expected to continue or even accelerate. Although the speed and magnitude of the Hong Kong dollar interbank rates catching up with their U.S. dollar counterparts will ultimately be subject to the supply and demand uh, of the Hong Kong dollar funding in the local market, the public should be prepared for the interbank rates to further go up. Financial Secretary Paul Chan says the local property and financial markets remain resilient despite repeated interest rate hikes in the US. He says the staying power of homeowners is sound, even though mortgage payments will probably rise. Going forward, with all the uh, safeguard measures and the uh, strong underlying demand for home ownership, the basic of our property market uh, remain resilient. Although sentiment would be dampened because of the increased mortgage payment and the expectation of the rate to go up further. Health authorities have expressed concerns over the COVID infection of a 22-month-old who is currently in critical condition. They say the toddler is now being treated in intensive care at Eastern Hospital after she developed a fever, cough and some twitching. Government pandemic adviser Lao Yu Lung says he believes young children should be vaccinated as soon as possible. He added that the, the issue will be discussed by members of the Joint Scientific Committee, or GSC, next week. From what I could gather in terms of a total body knowledge, these two vaccines are effective for children under three years of age to reduce severe cases and deaths and complications arising from COVID-19 infection. And the whole matter still needs to be discussed thoroughly, seriously by all the members of the JSC next week. In the meantime, the only thing we can do is to call our parents in Hong Kong to take your children for the vaccination as soon as possible if it's available for you. Health authorities reported 4,638 new local COVID infections and 248 imported cases. 1,384 patients are now receiving care at hospitals while five more patients aged between 56 and 100 have died. 
The hospital authority has announced tougher COVID testing requirements for visitors to public hospitals. From Monday, people, including recovered COVID patients, will have to take a PCR test and provide a negative result within 48 hours of a visit. Those who need to visit critical or terminal patients can choose to provide a negative RAT result before visiting and get a PCR test result afterwards. All visitors will also have to use the government's vaccine pass. A chief manager of the hospital authority, Dr Gladys Kwan, says the changes are to safeguard the health of patients. This applies to those with special arrangement, visiting arrangement, not apply to those elderly who are already a patient. They may come to the hospital to seek medical services. And for compassionate visits, the arrangement is still staying the same because we are trying to allow the flexibility for the uh, family members to uh, visit the patients when they are in a situation when the uh, condition is critical or dying situations. You're tuned to RTHK. The time is five minutes past 11. CK Asset, founded by tycoon Lee Ka-ching, has confirmed that it has submitted a bid for the Wan Chai headquarters of embattled mainland developer Evergrande Group. The office block on Gloucester Road is expected to fetch about $9 billion. The mainland developer has been selling assets to pay, help pay debts. Meanwhile, Financial Secretary Paul Chan has dismissed concerns that the financial difficulties encountered by Evergrande and other mainland developers would affect the stability of Hong Kong banks. We have been monitoring this situation very carefully and we do not find cause for alarm. For the mainland developers, they borrow from our banks, they have to provide collaterals. And the bank have been adopting a very prudent lending policies uh, with regard to all these mainland developers. Looking at the liquidity position of the banking industry, looking at the capital adequacy of the banking sector, and looking at the classified loan ratio currently, we consider that the impact of the mainland developers' financial difficulty would have very limited and little impact on the banking stability of Hong Kong. Latest government figures show gender imbalance in Hong Kong has taken a turn for the worse. Data also showed fewer people tying the knot last year, as Timmy Sung reports. According to data from the Census and Statistics Department, the crew marriage rate of women was 6.7%. As for men, it stood at 8%. Both figures were down by nearly half from 2016, when the last population by census was conducted. The crude marriage rate is the annual number of marriages per 1,000 population. Government's figures also showed the further widening of gender imbalance. Last year, there were about 4 million women and 3.3 million men in Hong Kong. Excluding foreign domestic helpers, there were 910 males to every 1,000 females, 15 fewer than in 2016. The latest data also showed women still made less money than men. The median monthly income for women, excluding foreign domestic helpers, was $17,500, compared with 20000 for men. The Ombudsman is launching an investigation into the effectiveness of the government's 1823 inquiry, pl- inquiry platform after receiving many complaints against the 24-hour service in the first five months of this year. 
Many of these came during the Omicron-driven surge in COVID infections when over 60% of inquiry attempts went unanswered. Violet Wong has the details. Welcome to 1823 Service. The Office of the Ombudsman said members of the public had criticised 1823 hotline operators over failing to answer calls, adding that the platform had also suspended the processing of written inquiries and complaints during the height of the COVID outbreak earlier this year. The government has said that the volume of calls to the hotline occasionally exceeded its capacity, especially during the fifth wave of the pandemic. It admitted that 63% of calls failed to get through to operators between March and May. The Ombudsman Munichul said the office will examine the effectiveness of the inquiry platform, including its mechanism for handling cross-departmental complaints. She said if 1823 is not operating effectively or part of its service is interrupted, it will not only inconvenience the public, but will also impede the daily work of government departments in handling inquiries and complaints. The Ombudsman is also launching a probe into the management of public housing that has communal kitchens and bathrooms. She said the units, some of which serve as one-person flats or are designed for senior citizens, had a 60% vacancy rate last year. Ms. Chiu said her office will examine the allocation, occupancy and day-to-day management of such shared facility housing. Members of the public have until August 29th to submit their views on both issues to the Ombudsman's office. Former Sha Tin District Council Chairman Li Chi Wang has been jailed for seven months after shouting insults at the police two years ago. He was earlier convicted of behaving in a noisy or disorderly manner in a public place, as Maggie Ho reports. Eastern Court heard that Lee committed the offence during a protest in Causeway Bay in May 2020. It was told his shouting drew a crowd of onlookers. Magistrate Winnie Lau described the crime as serious, saying it required a deterrent sentence as Lee could have provoked others and increased the risk to public order. The magistrate also said the court has a duty to protect the police. But in sentencing the former district councillor, she said she had deducted one month from his prison term after taking into account his clear record and past service to the community. Lee indicated he would appeal and asked to be released on bail, but Ms Lau refused his bail application. New figures from the Hong Kong Tourism Board show more visitors have flown into the city since the government lifted an entry ban on non-residents in May. But as Wendy Wong reports, the number is still minuscule compared to pre-COVID levels. Between January and April, there were just 4,000 visitors each month. But that figure rose to 19,000 in May and 41,000 last month. Total arrivals for the first half of the year were 76,000, more than double the number in the same period last year. Over 80% came from the mainland. But the board pointed out that some 35 million people visited Hong Kong in the first half of 2019 before the COVID pandemic. It noted that nearly 70% of visitors who arrived from overseas in June this year stopped overnight before travelling on to mainland cities. It said they picked Hong Kong for stopovers because of its convenient transport connections to the mainland, ease of communication, affordable airfares and attractive shopping options. A 23-year-old man has been jailed for four months for tearing down three national flags on July 1st last year and throwing them in a rubbish bin. Magistrate Andrew Mock said Pang Tzu Kin's behaviour had been malicious and contemptuous and could have led to conflict with people who held different views. 
British defence and intelligence officials say a Ukrainian counter-offensive has virtually cut off the Russian-occupied southern city of Kherson, leaving thousands of Russian troops stationed near the Dnipro River highly vulnerable. Britain's Defence Ministry also said Ukrainian forces had probably established a bridgehead south of the Inulets River and had used precision HIMARS artillery to damage at least three of the bridges crossing the Dnipro. Pro-Moscow officials have denied Ukrainian troops crossed the Inulets. A Ukrainian presidential adviser said Russian troops were hastily being moved from the east to defend Kherson, which would put on hold Vladimir Putin's plan to seize the whole of the Donbass. In a rare admission of a successful Russian attack on a military target, Ukraine says Moscow's forces have struck a base north of the capital, Kiev. A senior military official said six cruise missiles hit the Leotitz base, destroying one building and damaging two others. He said there were losses among Ukrainian troops. Germans have begun taking steps to reduce energy consumption amid uncertainty over the country's future gas supply. In one block of flats in Cologne, boilers are being turned down overnight to reduce bills and consumption, with residents worried about what the winter might bring. Rising gas prices have impacted leisure activities too. An outdoor swimming pool in the city has stopped heating its waters to cut energy use. Thorsten Zimmermann of the Cologne Chamber of Commerce said there's a lot of uncertainty. The current um, problem is the big uncertainty. What will be next? We are highly dependent on uh, energy supply and, and political decisions made in Moscow. And that's a situation we've never seen before. For the second straight quarter, the US economy has posted negative growth, fueling f further fears of a recession. GDP in the three months ending June came in at negative 0.9%. That follows a 1.6% drop in the first quarter. Consecutive quarters of falling GDP constitute an informal indicator of a recession, but it's not considered definitive. There has been further international condemnation of the recent executions in Myanmar, including of two high-profile pro-democracy figures. The G7 said the executions and lack of fair trials showed the military's contempt for the democratic aspirations of the people of Myanmar. Earlier condemnation came from the UN Security Council, including Russia and China, the general's two major allies that have previously shielded it at the UN, as well as neighbouring India. And the weather, mainly fine and very hot. The minimum temperature will be about 29 degrees. The maximum temperature will be around 34 in the urban areas tomorrow and a couple of degrees higher in the New Territories. Isolated showers in the afternoon, light to moderate southwesterly winds. The outlook persistently very hot apart from isolated showers in the following days. There will be showers and thunderstorms in the middle and latter parts of next week. The current temperature is 31 degrees with humidity of 77%. And a reminder of our top stories tonight, leading local banks, including HSB, Standard Chartered and Bank of China, are keeping their best lending rates unchanged despite the latest hike in US interest rates. Financial Secretary Paul Chan says the local property and financial markets remain resilient despite repeated interest rate hikes in the US. And health authorities have expressed concern over the COVID infection of a 22-month-old who is currently in critical condition. The news from RTHK. Radio 3. Peter King.
entertaining Hong Kong since 1985. <laughs> Graham and Graham Central Station and the radio sure sounds good to me you know when this was playing just now I was just trying to think back it sounded something familiar do you remember the Kenny Everett television show there's a video show wasn't there and there was a television show they had uh, all sorts of different characters in it like Sid Snot and Marcel Wave Wave and uh, and Brother Lee Love springs to mind for some reason I don't know why maybe I'm just imagining it. 
Welcome to our second hour on this Thursday night. Dying Embers heading into Friday, less than an hour away now. Then just one more day to the weekend. Thanks for tuning in to our Magical Mystery Tour. It's Radio Pete at Gmail if you'd like a song tonight. Yeah. 